welcome back to a new season of Hope for Today. I hope you're having a great day. I'm going to put my mug over here, but I want to invite you, go grab some coffee, grab some tea, glass of water, whatever you want to do. Sit back and just enjoy the next few moments that the Lord is going to just bless your heart and just give you a nugget, just a little nugget to give you that hope for today that you can do this and you can get through this day knowing that the Lord is right there beside you. So I've written some notes and today we're going to talk about what did you forget? Oh, what did you forget? Do you remember when you were a kid and your mother would say, don't forget, make sure you say thank you. And then you'd go to aunt so-and-so's house and she'd give you a gift and you took it and your mother would say, did you say thank you? Thank you. And you know, you, you just maybe rolled your eyes and your mother would yell at you for that or you maybe didn't roll your eyes, but in your, you know, in your mind, you're thinking again, I have to say thank you. You know, I remember that as a kid. And then when I became a parent, I, you know, you, you relive that life. You become that mom that you you heard your own mom saying things. And I would say to my children, did you say thank you? I don't know how many times I've held a door for someone or did something, a nice gesture of some sort. And in my mind going, you know, the person just kind of walks past you and you did a good deed and you want to say to them, you're welcome, you know, like because they didn't say thank you. That is something that we've been in, you know, most of us, at least most of us were brought up with learning to have manners. We've probably forgotten some of those manners, but hopefully those things were instilled in us. We're going to be in Luke chapter 17, verse 15 for today. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. One of them. So in this story, there were 10 lepers. And back in the day, leprosy was horrific. It would still be horrific today. We just happen to have some medicines and, and treatments that can help that. But back in the day, it would be almost, I wouldn't say exactly, but to give you some kind of a bearing with the pandemic, how many of us, especially in the initial 2020 pandemic, we were like, six feet stay away don't touch me don't you know oh they touched the cup you'd want to wash it because you just didn't know or you'd be sitting in church and you got to be six feet away from me in the pew and you know i knew people that had COVID, and you'd go to drop off food to their house and they'd be like drop it off and they'd be in the house like don't come near me well leprosy and people that were lepers back in the day in biblical times every city had like the city gate area and you had to walk through that gate it was kind of like the entrance to the city and anybody with leprosy was called unclean and they would kick them out you got to go outside the gate you're not allowed in the city you're unclean you can't be near us now leprosy was extremely contagious and leprosy eats your skin it just it's like a flesh-eating disease it eats your skin away they would have lost fingers and limbs and I'm sure these people look deformed and nobody they couldn't work they could they had to leave their family because they had leprosy and so they're living living basically on the streets outside the city gate with no food no water there's no bathrooms there's no showers they would hopefully have somebody throw them a piece of bread or throw them some water their way because they were unclean and they were outside the city gates they had no one to take care of them can you imagine just the smell of these people not having showered bathroom facilities 
their skin is actually rotting away on their own skin. I'm sure that had to have some kind of a stench as well. And they probably looked deformed and they were probably, you know, just miserable, you know, just feeling miserable so they were not the most pleasant people to be around. So here you have these 10 lepers basically sent out to die outside the city gates and Jesus comes walking by and he heals all 10 of them completely. My fingers are back. I have an arm. I have a hand. I have a foot. They're completely healed. They are now clean. And Jesus tells them, go back. Tell everyone what happened. Go tell them what I did. Go tell them. Go to the officials, the city officials, and tell them you're now clean. And you can go to your home and you can get a job and go back and tell them. Of course, they're all excited. Who wouldn't be excited? So they all run off, all 10 of them. But one of them, it says, one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. One of them came back to say thank you. I have tried personally to make it, I'm not the best at it, I'm working on it. Um, I think the most successful person in my mind is someone that's always trying to do better. What is success? How do you define success? You know, somebody can say, oh, he was successful, he made a million dollars. Yeah, but he made a million dollars, but was he a gracious person? Was he a thankful person? Was he a kind person? Oh, he, well, he was none of that. Well, that to me does not define success. Success to me is a very humble person that's always striving to do better. And I'm striving to be more humble and more Christ-like and to be more thankful and grateful for the things that God has provided for me. You know, going back to when you're a kid or when I was a mom telling my kids, I can say, I could say to you, don't forget to say thank you. Thank you. You know, you can just see your kids going, thanks. Are they really thankful? Is that just a phrase that we say? What are things that the Lord has been doing for you? Have you forgotten today to say thank you? Um, the other day I was, I was, uh, I woke up and it was a beautiful crisp morning. I mean like that fall crisp where you can smell fall in the air. And I had been praying about something with my husband and, and, uh, praying either way. I, I just, I needed it. I guess I was praying more for the answer. I said, Lord, do you want us to go left or to the right? And I just, <clears throat> I just wanted to know yes or no. So I can move forward in either direction. Well, God answered the prayer more on the side that I was hoping for, but you know, either way would have been fine. But he answered the prayer. He gave me a fresh crisp morning that day. And honestly, when I woke up that day to me, I felt the presence of the Lord even more than I normally do. It was just that kind of a day. And I remembered having to verbally out loud. Now for me, I find it makes more of an impact when I, you know, have a private moment and I'm in my, my prayer time or my prayer room or however you do it. Sometimes it's in my car in my driveway because that's the only quiet place I can get. I verbally had to say, Lord, thank you. And I remember closing my eyes and just praising my hands, raising my hands and praising him. Lord, I want to thank you. Thank you for the crisp morning. Thank you for allowing me to feel your presence so strong that day. I needed that. It was arms wrapped around me just giving me a big hug and thank you for the answer to prayer and I even thanked him thanks for answering it the way I wanted it I know not every time I want something it is the correct way to do it but in this case I oh I just kind of felt like this would be the right thing and I had to thank the Lord and I found myself throughout the rest of the day 
constantly thanking the Lord. Even days after going back and thanking him for that answer to prayer, I was so excited. You know, having that heart of just being thankful, not just saying, well, yeah, Lord, thank you. Thank you for the trees. Thank you for the birds. Thank you for this. That you know, No, 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 no. Don't waste your time. I, I would say, why bother even telling the Lord that you're thankful? Because he knows you're not. But you know what? Start changing your heart to be thankful. Just say out loud, thank you. You know, find a spot in your heart to always be truly thankful. I find for me, I need to take the time every day to remind myself, Lynn, what are you thankful for today that the Lord gave you? I want to be that one person out of the 10 that came back and thanked the Lord. It not only said that he thanked the Lord, but what does it say? In Luke 17, 15, it says, one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. Do you have a loud voice today for the Lord? Can you just, are you filled with such joy and excitement? Are you filled with hope for today that somebody can just feel, they get, oh, they get goosebumps when they see you because there's something about her. There's something about him. <clears throat> Every time I see them, they can go through dark days, but there's still hope. There's joy. There's something different. When you have a thankful heart, you are truly blessed. Every little thing that the Lord does for you, you are thankful for that. What a great place to be in your life. I just want to say thanks for coming over today. I hope you will find hope for today. And I want to leave you with one final verse in Hebrews 6:19. Hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. So for today, you can know that you have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't wait to see you next week for our next chat together.